Live TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and it's always a joy, a pleasure, and it's an honor to be here with you. Thank you for joining me. I am excited. This broadcast, I'm going to be talking about something a bit different and something that honestly, I don't think I've ever really touched on before. I think I've touched on it because I've mentioned angels, but I'm going to talk tonight about how angels are here to assist you angels of the Lord. And you know what? I'm waiting for a few names to come up. I know we had a few technical difficulties last week, and I just want to make sure that everything is a go tonight. So I know that um, some comments should be popping up within a moment. So just let me know if you can hear me, if you can see me, if, if everything is okay. All right. Well, I'm going to keep going and I'm sure I'll see when some comments start to pop up. I think it just takes a minute. So with that, you have, oh, yay. Okay. Hi, Sheila. Yay. Okay. We've got the first person who commented. So now they're just going to start coming. So again, welcome, welcome. So I'm not going to be looking at the comments. I'm going to be looking at you so I can just keep going. So you have angels here to assist you, right? You might think, right, that the angels are only here to watch over and protect us. They they are. They are. And a lot of people, they don't even consider angels. Then there's some people that go to the whole other extreme where they pray to angels and they're dependent on, you know, angels and they leave God out. It's it's no, it's twisted. We don't want to get we don't want to do that. We've got to obey the word of God. Okay, so I just want to, meaning, yes, they're here. And I, I just want to go back to what I just said. Yes, they are here to help us, to protect us. But it's so much more. God's word tells us in Hebrews 13, 2, that the angels are ministering spirits. They're servants, ministering servants, in parentheses, it says servants, sent by God to assist those who are to inherit salvation. So if you are a born-again believer, you, you listen, even as children, we have angels assigned to us, right? But, and I'm going to cover that a little bit later, but it says right here, Hebrews 13, two angels are ministering spirits, servants sent by God to assist those who are to inherit salvation. That's great news. So we don't serve angels. Technically they serve us, but I don't like to look at them as just servants. I know some preachers will say, yes, you know, they're servants and this and that. We always want to be respectful. At least I do. I am grateful for the angels. And I do understand how to put them to work, if you will, to assist us. Okay. Not in an arrogant way ever. Right. That's not God's way. Okay. So I have a lot to cover and we may even go a little bit over time, but this is, this is an important topic and it's good. It's exciting. It excites my spirit, actually. So, okay. So God is so wonderful. He's given us so much help, right? We have, first of all, we have the spirit of the living Christ in us. Whoa! God is our father. We have Jesus, the spirit of Christ in us so that we can go and do and be all that God has called us to do and be, right? We're, we, we are to represent Christ in this world. Did angels help Jesus? Yes. Who ministered to him in the garden of Gethsemane, right? Oh my gosh. And 
during his fast and all that, right? The 40 days, the 40 nights, angels came and ministered to him. Angels are ministering spirits, servants, right? So I believe, I, oh, you know what just hit my spirit? They're servants of God. They're servants of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, sent to assist us. They're not, I don't want to say they're our servants. They're God's servants, but they're here to assist us. Okay, and they're assigned to us. How cool is that? We didn't pick our angels. God assigned them to us. Very cool. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so the job of angels is to enforce the covenant, the agreement, right, between you and God, between us and God. And we live in the new covenant that was made in the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus Christ. So just so you know, the blessing of Abraham on our lives it is on our lives as children of God. And that includes, right, increased protection, health, prosperity, favor, all the blessings of God, right? Okay. You, but you have a part in this. You do. Because you have to let yourself be led by the Holy Spirit. If you want to experience the blessings of God, right, you have to be in agreement with God. Because through people, you know, through the words that you speak and what you believe in your heart, if you're not rooted and grounded in God, in Christ, right, in God, in the word of God, then you're going to be spewing at the mouth things that are in agreement with the world. And then the demon spirits are going to work. On, on on behalf of the words that you've spoken. God has a plan for you, but the enemy also wants to try to derail you. So we never want to forget that, okay? All right, God is not a man that he should lie. He cannot lie. God keeps his promises. Read Deuteronomy 28. Find out what the blessings of the Lord are, you know, in your life. Okay, and then the curses of God are also listed in Deuteronomy 28. Okay. So how do angels actually help us? This is cool, right? Okay. God's word says in Psalm 103.20 that angels hearken, hear me carefully, angels hearken to the voice of the word of God. It doesn't say that angels hearken to the word of God. It says angels hearken to the voice of the word of God. If you speak the word of God, Angels will hearken. They will hear you and they will go to work. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you need to speak God's word over your life, God's protection over your life, God's blessings over your life, over your children. Then, okay, the angels can't do anything if you don't speak God's word over your life. They need a voice to hearken to that is speaking God's word. So otherwise they'll just, They'll just, they won't be doing anything. They'll just be watching you. And, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny at all. But but if you think about it, anyway, it's not funny. And I pray that you will really get this tonight. So, again, you want to speak God's word over you, over your life, over your marriage, over your household, over your children, over your grandchildren, over your pets, right? Speak the blessings of the Lord, protection, and then, you know, you can even say, angels, go bring this word to pass, right? That's awesome. That'll be like, so cool. All right. So if you've been struggling financially, even the Bible says in Psalm 103, 20, that the angels do the Lord's pleasure. The Lord, And what's the Lord's pleasure? Psalm 35, 27 says that God's pleasure is the prosperity of his people. And prosperity does not just mean finances. It means 
wholeness, right? You, God wants you to, to be prosperous, all right? And you can look this up and read it for yourself. Psalm 103.20 and Psalm 35.27. Okay, it's great news. It really is. So again, prosperity is not, it, it's a wholeness word, okay? Not just about finances, but it includes your emotional well-being, your health, your finances, your relationships, everything, everything, okay? Everything that has to do with goodness, wholeness, okay? So angels will move on your behalf immediately when you speak the word of God. That's awesome. All right, so, and I do want to, I want to just say this because so many people are like, you know, I need money. I don't have money. What are you releasing, right? Instead, praise God and thank him and, you know, and just say, I release my angels to go bring me the money I need. And Lord, give me wisdom. And, and maybe the Lord will give you an idea. You know, the Bible says that the Lord gives you ability, the ability to get wealth. So you've got something where you can, you know, use your talents or use, um, ask God for wisdom to show you how to get the finances that you might need. Okay. And then angels, I release you to go and, and get it, you know, or show me, right? Lord, show me. And then angels, I release you to go and bring it whatever, however it needs to be done. Oh my gosh. Don't ever think, oh wait, what's going on here? Okay. Sorry. Somebody just said a really long comment in the chat and I'll have to go back later. Okay. So, all right, let's keep going. Okay. Again, speaking the word of God over your life. Okay, so you could say, Lord, thank you that I have everything I need in Christ Jesus. If you need, it, I'm just saying, if you need finances, Lord, show me, show me how to get these finances that, that I need. Lord, you know the situation. Instead of, you know, for example, um, saying, I don't have the money and like freaking out and panicking, that will only make things worse. That will only make things worse. You don't want to speak that. And while you're believing that, that's what you're releasing. And remember that faith is a force and it releases, you know, it, it's like gravity for good or for bad. All right. I hope you hear my heart here because some people may be watching this going, oh, you know, she's talking about money. I never talk about money. You guys know me. My heart is pure. I'm just saying there's many people who watch the broadcast who a lot of times are like, I need finances, you know, I need help, you know, you know, for whatever it might be. So I'm just trying to help you. God has, God has everything you need. He's got everything you need. He is your wisdom. And all you need to do is ask and believe and then speak and receive. Okay. All right. So I want to give you a few examples of the angels from the word of God. Okay, so after Adam and Eve were banned from the Garden of Eden, angels were placed in every direction of, of its eastern borders that, so that humans could not get in. Whoa. In the Old Testament, an angel of the Lord stopped Abraham from sacrificing Isaac on the altar. An angel of the Lord saved Lot's whole family and destroyed the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. Later on, right, the, the angel told them all, don't look back or they would be destroyed. And Lot's wife looked back and she turned into a pillar of salt. Have you ever really thought about that in the natural? And you think, how could that really happen? 
Well, it happened, right? The, the word of God is true. Mm. And the angel warned them. And, you know, think about it. An angel warned Joseph in, in a dream, right? And said, take Jesus out of here, right? And go go to another part, right? Go to, I think he said, go to Egypt, right? And he had to leave Bethlehem and 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 go. And so in any event, okay, so the and angels will, you know, God will warn us in dreams and he'll use angels. I have had dreams of angels speaking to me. It's it's amazing. So in and again, please hear my heart on this. We are never ever to praise or pray or worship angels ever. Okay? They are co-laborers with us to bring the kingdom of God, you know, um, to manifest it here on the earth. Okay. All right. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When Hagar became pregnant with Abram's, Abram's child, Sarah became jealous and was very mean to her, right? Hagar, Hagar fled to the desert and an angel of the Lord found her and told her to go back to Sarah, right? An angel of the Lord appeared to Daniel and told Daniel that from the first day, Daniel set his mind and heart to understand and to humble himself before God. His words were heard. And the angel said, I came as a result of your words. That's awesome. That's Daniel 10, 12, in case you want to read it for yourself. In the New Testament, in the New Testament now, okay? Because you might say, yeah, but that was Old Testament. No, in the New Testament, an angel of the Lord appeared to Mary, right? And told her, that she'd been chosen by God and that she would conceive a child, right? And that conceive a child that would be from the Holy Spirit and she was to call him Jesus. The angel said to Mary in Luke 135, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will over will cover you, right? Or overshadow you. Okay. Sorry. Hang on. For this reason, the baby will be holy and will be called the Son of God. Wow. After Jesus died and was resurrected, an angel of heaven, an angel from heaven came down and rolled away the stone from the entrance of the tomb, and they sat on the stone. Wow. That's Matthew 28.2. It also says in Matthew 28.4 that the soldiers that had been guarding the tomb shook with fear because of the angel and became like dead men. Hmm. In Luke 1.13, the angel Gabriel appeared to Zechariah and said to him, Zechariah, don't be afraid. God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth will give birth to a son. John, he was speaking of John the Baptist. So actually, you know, an easy reference even to read all about angels in scripture. You can even go to BibleGateway.org and just type in the keyword angel. Everything is there. And it's, there's so many different references to angels. Like you might just want to read it all. It's praise God. He has sent us so much help. The very spirit of Christ in us, the Holy Spirit. Oh my gosh. And we have angels. We have the name of Jesus. He's given us his authority and angels help us to bring these things to pass. So cool. All right. And just quickly, I have an angel story, my own angel story that I, I'm going to share with you. And I believe it was in the year, it was 2001 or 2002. I still remember, it was about 20 years ago. I'll never forget this as long as I live. And I was 
I was maybe like uh, maybe a year into really understanding or learning about the things of God. And I remember one morning it was rainy. I was on my way to work. I was driving in my car and I remember I was just like praising the Lord and, you know, just driving and praising the Lord. And all of a sudden in my rearview mirror, I saw this car barreling toward me in the back of me. And I was like, and I knew, I knew this car was going to slam into me. And I don't know what was, you know, what, what. So I remember looking to my right and I couldn't get over because there was a car there. And I looked to my left and I couldn't get over because there was a car there. So help me God, this car was coming so fast. I just closed my eyes and said, Jesus. Like I literally just, just closed my eyes and put my hands in the air. I'm pretty sure I said Jesus or I screamed. And I'm pretty sure, I, I think I did. I was like, Jesus, like I just screamed. And so help me, my hands were nowhere near the wheel. I'm telling you, the angels, my angels, they must have pushed the car that was to the right of me. They must have pushed it up fast. And so help me, my hands weren't even on the wheel. I'll never forget this. And my my steering wheel went, and I moved into the other lane in a split second. And that car came just, just, just barreled on through. And, and then my steering wheel moved right back and straight again. And I was like, oh my God, like what just happened here? Oh my God. I will never forget that as long as I live. God's angels, God through his angels saved my life that day. And I will, so whenever, you know, and, and there's been other, nothing like that, but there's been other instances where I'm sure, you know, that there could have been many car accidents and things like that, or backing out of a spot or, you know, stuff like that. But that, what I just explained to you, I will never forget it all the days of my life. And when I meet that angel one day in heaven, or if there's a divine appearance, I don't know. Wow. That was, that was amazing. But I still say thank you. I mean, I'm just like, Lord, thank you. And I say, thank you, angels, you know, that who protected me. It was amazing. It was amazing. And I'm sure you probably have, you may have an angel story too. And if you do, please share it, share it in the comments. You know, it encourages people just be careful because in Colossians, it says, don't worship angels. We are, please. That is, again, they are co-laborers with us to manifest, to bring God's kingdom on the earth. Okay. All right. So that was my story. I'll never forget it. Never forget it. So there's a book I want to share with you. There's a book by Kenneth E. Hagen called I Believe in Visions. And I want to share a little bit from that book because I just thought it was I, it was just awesome. So in that book, he talks about the angel's message. And he says, in a vision, okay, let me just read this to you. I have to read. It says, in a vision where Kenneth Hagen saw Jesus, there was a tall angel standing about three feet behind Jesus. And Kenneth said, that every time he looked at the angel, it looked as if the angel was going to say something, but then Kenneth would look back at Jesus and the angel wouldn't say anything. So finally, Kenneth Hagin asked the Lord, he said, who is this angel and what does he represent? And Jesus said, that's your angel. Hmm. It's really cool. 
And Kenneth said, my angel. And Jesus said, it is written in his word. And Jesus said, it is written in his word where he said to his disciples, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me for such is the kingdom of heaven, Matthew 19, 14. Then in another place, Jesus said, for their angels do always behold the face of my father, which is in heaven, Matthew 18, 10. And Jesus said to Kenneth Hagin, you don't lose your angels just because you grow up. That was cool. Then Jesus told him that his angel had a message for him. And Kenneth asked Jesus why Jesus couldn't just deliver the message. And Kenneth was trying to be scriptural and the Holy Spirit is to be our guide as well as the word of God, right? He said he wasn't sure about getting a message from an angel. Jesus then said to Kenneth, didn't you ever read in the scripture where an angel of the Lord came and awakened Peter when he was in jail and in answer to prayer led him out of jail? Wow. He said, don't you remember that an angel of the Lord appeared to Philip and gave him directions after that great citywide meeting in Samaria, telling him to go down by the way of Gaza? He said, don't you remember that an angel of the Lord appeared to Paul when he was on board the ship on his way to Rome to appeal the case before Caesar? He said, a storm had arisen and all the merchandise on the ship had been thrown overboard in an attempt to save the ship and its passengers and all hope that they should be saved was gone. He says, then Paul told everyone on the ship not to worry that no one would be lost and that only the ship itself would be lost. He told them that an angel had appeared to him that night and said to him, fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God, God hath, hath given thee all these that sail with thee. Mm. That's Acts 27, 22 to 24. Very cool. And the Lord said to Kenneth Hagin, didn't the angel have a message for Paul from God? Hmm. We also see that Jesus had appeared to Paul one night in, in jail in Jerusalem and told him not to be afraid for Paul had to bear, for had, Paul had to bear witness of Jesus's name before kings and authorities. So anyway, and when Jesus appeared to Paul, you know, he had many visions of Jesus. Paul even said he was taught directly from Jesus. Wow, very cool. So we thought that, so we see that although Jesus himself appeared to Paul and gave him words of comfort and direction, the angel of the Lord also appeared to Paul and had given Paul direction. So in teaching Brother Hagen about angels, the Lord pointed out the scripture. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? That's Hebrews 1.14. So he said, I always thought this meant ministering to them who shall be heirs of salvation, but the words ministering for them to serve. The angels wait for your order, right? Like literally, I guess, like a waiter in a restaurant. Those are the words of Kenneth Hagin. And, you know, I just, I mean, sometimes that doesn't sound like really respectful, but, but the heart of God is, he says, you know, command ye the work of my hands. I mean, we are to speak. And because we do co-labor, listen, we we will speak to our fellow humans and say, hey, go do this or go do that, you know, giving direction, right? And the angel gave direction to Paul and we speak the word of God and say, go, angels, I release you to go. And, and listen, if there's an error there 
and you're in agreement with the Holy Spirit or you're following the Holy Spirit, he will let you know, uh, 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 no, that's not right. And then you can say, Lord, I'm sorry, I canceled those words. You know, I'm just saying we really have to be careful and be at peace. That's another thing. Follow peace in whatever it is, you know, um, speak the word of God. If you are in the word of God, you speak the word of God, you can't go wrong because it's the word of God, but you have to rightly divide the word of God and pay attention to peace. Lord, if I'm missing something or something isn't correct, show me, right? And that that's that's a good way to make sure that, um, that you don't miss anything. And that's another prayer that I always pray, Lord, don't let me miss anything from you. Don't let me miss anything from you, right? Help me and help me angels, right? Help me, Lord. Help me, because the Holy Spirit is our helper. He's our comforter. Angels are also here to help. All right. Let me get back to this quickly. Okay. So, right. It's important, right? We always want to be scriptural. We want to obey the, the word of God, but we've got to make sure that we're not shutting the door on a move of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So that's kind of what I was just talking about. Okay. It says, Jesus then told Brother Hagen to respond to the angel that was there. And Brother Hagen said to the angel, what is it you have to say to me? And the angel replied, I am sent from the presence of God to tell you not to let so-and-so, he mentioned a certain man's name, duplicate your tapes for he has ulterior motives. I am, okay. And then he said, I am sent with this message to tell you that in four months time, you'll have in your possession the name of a certain, oh, he said, um, he named a certain amount of money. He said, and you will have enough to set up your own office and make your own tapes. He said, not only will you have this money in four months time, but other money will come for my angels are at work now to cause the money to come. So Brother Hagen said, what do you mean my angels? <laughs> and the angel said to him, I am over a number of angels and I've got them working now. That's pretty cool. Four months later, everything the angel said had come to pass, just like he said. It was a divinely granted appearance concerning his ministry. So Brother Hagen has since learned to say, go ministering spirits, right? And go and, well, in this case, he said, go and cause the needed money to come in in Jesus' name. That's what he said. So we as believers, again, we're not to pray or seek for angels to appear to us. No. Okay, because if you do that, the devil, because he comes as an angel of light, he might just gladly oblige you. Mm -mm. No, we seek the Lord, the Lord. And if the Lord chooses to send an angel to you, then I'm sure the angel will say, I've come from the presence of God. And then, you know, I would probably say, um, is Jesus Lord? Because a demon cannot say that, or you could... I learned this from Brother Hagen too. He said that, or I'm sorry, it was Smith Wigglesworth. He said that, he said a, a devil will never say that Jesus walked, um, came in the flesh on the earth. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Actually, there's a scripture that says that. There's a scripture. Oh my gosh, forgive me. It's not, I don't have it at the top of my head, but yes. Mm, so that's what you could say. Well, and, and you know, okay. Like this angel said, I've come from the presence of God. And I would say, Jesus is Lord. And if the thing, if the, if the angel trembled, then you know it wouldn't be from God because demons tremble at the name of Jesus. I guess that just, thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Boom. That would take care of that. Okay. So, um, all right. For Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. That's 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen. Stay faithful to God. If God sees fit, he may send an angel to give you a message, right? That would be a granted appearance, all right? But if God doesn't, listen, that's fine too. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the authority of Jesus, okay? It's it's fine. God knows what we need. And we can still put our angels to work to help us just by speaking the word of God and saying, go angels, you know, bring it to pass. And if you're not, don't just speak nilly willy though. Make sure that you've got, that you're praying in agreement with God's word. Okay. This is so important. All right. All right. So again, remember that we've got so much help. God is our father in heaven. Jesus is our Lord and savior. And as believers, born again, believers, we have the very spirit of the living God, the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of Jesus. Christ in you, literally in you, right? The hope of glory, glory to God. We have the name of Jesus. We have, and the blood of Jesus, right? Heals us. Oh my gosh. Woo! Faith, healing, authority. We have so much health, help. And then on top of that, God has sent his angels to help us. It's, it's fabulous. Lord, thank you so much for all, for all that, that you've given us, Lord. Thank you that you love us so much. And you know something? If we don't use the authority God's given us or we don't speak the word of God in our lives, we have nobody to blame. So many people blame God for things that, are you kidding me? Jesus paid it all. He gave us everything. But it's up to you and me to get into the word of God, to get into the word, to find out what you inherited, what belongs to you. And if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, then you don't have the spirit of God in you, right? Ask Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. The first time you're born from your mother's natural womb, right? But but we were born into sin, right? At that point, Satan it was literally, right? Jesus said to the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil, so you cannot say that we are all God's children. Romans 8, 9 says, if you don't have the spirit of God in you, you don't belong to God. You're not God's child. That's clear. Okay. So if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, let's do that right now. Let's do it right now and then get into the word. I definitely recommend the New Living Translation um, just because it's so easy to read and understand. Listen, I have many Bibles, many translations, New King James. It's great. Okay. But you want to, I mean, I gave this Bible to my family members. I gave it to my husband. Oh gosh. How many years ago? And he reads it every single day, every day, every day. He reads a chapter a day. Okay. And so, um, but he's, it's easy to understand. I gave this as a gift to my dad and he, he, he was floored. He was like, Oh my gosh. I, I, he, he said, he goes, I, I never understood before. He goes, this is great. Like he understood what he was reading and he loves it. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. So in any event, okay. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, repeat after me and mean it with your heart. Obviously you can't, you know, you can't fool God, 
He looks right at the heart. He knows the intentions of our hearts. So just repeat after me. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, if you have, you're no longer a sinner. God calls you a saint, right? Paul wrote to the Corinthians, to this one, to that one. Dear saints, we're, we're now, right? We're now called saints. Okay. Just repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I, I am a sinner. And I believe that you died on the cross and paid for my sins forever. I believe that God the Father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart now and be my Lord and my Savior. Teach me your ways, Lord. And Father, in Jesus' name, Lord Jesus, I ask you to baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire and fire so I can be an effective witness for you and live my life for you. Take my life and make it what you want it to be. Lord Jesus, I thank you. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior forever. In your precious name, Lord. Amen. Woo! If you just prayed that prayer, oh my gosh. God the Father has literally just sent the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus, boom, into your heart. Yes, just that quickly. You may not feel anything, but trust me, if you prayed from your heart, it's done. And I seal, you are sealed, not I seal. And the Lord, the Holy Spirit just seals, seals you. Glory to God. You are now a child of the living God. And now you got to find out what's available to you. You know, may I suggest on YouTube, I've got literally hundreds of videos, like five years worth of videos. They are all anointed. And as you watch for free, you will fast track in learning about faith, healing, kingdom authority, and the things of God. But don't just take my word for anything. Get into the word for yourself, for yourself, because otherwise you'll always be riding on somebody else's revelation, which is revealed knowledge from heaven. God wants to speak to you directly. So anyway, I want to thank you for watching The Victorious Life tonight. Share this broadcast with others. And I really hope that you took away understanding more about angels tonight. Make sure you comment. Um, I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. And thanks for watching The Victorious Life. And I will see you next time. God bless you.